Let me know when it, oh, there we go. Okay, it's going. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the next episode of the Bay Street Capital Holdings podcast titled, How Do You Do It and Why Should I Care? This series aims to highlight women doing amazing work in various industries. So today we are so lucky to be joined by Bonnie Hall, who is Director of Bonnie Hall Fine Art Asset Management. Hi, Bonnie. Lovely to have you on the show. Yeah, thank you very much for the invitation. So, so you want to make start with my story? I yes, can. of course. Let's start off with a quick introduction and an answer to the question, which is, how do you do it and why should I care? Okay. Well, my point of reference in art began as a child growing up with the members of the Matisse family. So all through my 1 through 12K education, I was associated with Matisse which became my point of reference. Art is beautiful. And that is why you should care because art is a, is a quality of life issue that brings awareness and it also brings uh, engagement. So that is what is important. This early exposure set me up for the future of being in the field of art, which became rather, it, it just sort of came to me naturally. And I started to do a lot of uh, different kinds of work where I in interacted with collectors and corporations and set up collections and bought and sold and all kinds of uh, crazy stuff. So uh, part of what why I do this is because I made a lifetime commitment to it. And I am a lifelong learner as well. And so I keep... Uh, uh, improving my knowledge of everything and I keep reinventing myself over and over and over and over. <laughs> That's awesome. So I guess the next question is, you mentioned earlier that you and the team had a really big influence on you, but what would you say were the best resources that helped you on your journey? Oh, the resources? Is that what you're asking? Yes. Okay. Um, well, uh, it's an interesting question because there's so many resources that open up to you when you're on a journey and you stay on the journey and you focus. So those resources are artists, they're gallerists, they're private dealers, they're collectors, and they have all influenced me. So my exposure in the, in the art world and how I have operated in the art world has also increased my ability to instinctively know what I don't know. And so that is something that uh, has also uh, enabled me to be able to assess a personality even before they open their mouth. Mm. That's such so an important lesson and um, yeah, great resource as well for talking to people and speaking to lots of artists. Yeah, lots of artists, writers, all kinds of creative people, gallerists. I mean, the art world is filled, filled with people and it's about creating relationships. Awesome. And so were there any other lessons that you wish you would have known before joining the art industry? An overlap? Is that what you're asking about? Yeah. Any lessons that you wish you would have known? Well, I always learn from my mistakes. There are no fail failures. There's only opportunities. Mm -hmm. So part of what I focus on are looking at what I've done evaluating how I could have done it better and in, initiate that into my life. So I keep progressing and I keep developing in a, in a, let's say, positive way. 
And as you mentioned, you have a really unique stance on failure. You don't believe that anything's a failure. It's just a learning opportunity. So I'm curious, throughout the span of your career, what would you say was your biggest failure and what did you learn from it? Well, that's an interesting question too, because you see, I don't look at it as failure. Mm. So I don't, what I, what I look at is what went wrong? How could I have done it better? You know, and knowing my why, knowing my how, knowing my what. So that creates a sense of my value to me. And that is knowing your value is the key to it all. Yeah, that's such a great piece of advice. And sort of speaking about advice, what would you say is one piece of advice you would give somebody who wanted to pursue a career in the art industry? Well, I would say don't plan on making a living at it. <laughs> Although I made a very good living at it. But it's a very tough world. Mm. So my advice to young people is first to know your value. Then to commit yourself to lifelong learning and understand that life is a journey that involves solving problems. So be who you are and your journey will just automatically and naturally unfold. The, uh, the key, I think, to... Like if somebody is interested in, in being involved in art, don't try to make a living at it. Have another skill because right now we have a lot of crossover of everything. So there's a, a lot of, um, let's say, gallery uh, directors who become artists. There's curators who become artists. There's directors who become other things. You have to have something that you can build in a, in a world financially that will sustain you in the times of, let's say, uh, where there's no business. Mm -hmm. So we see this recently with the pandemic. But in my whole career as in art, there were periods of extreme uh, uh, wealth that came to me. And then there were periods where there was it was completely dry. Nothing was happening. So my... When I started in art, I was told by members of the art world that I had to do art and just do art. And so that's what I did. And then about 16 years ago, there was this big crossover thing that was happening in, in art with people doing all kinds of things in addition to art. So I went out and I got my securities license. And now I'm an investment advisor as well. So I can combine those two things. Mm. talk to people about maybe how they can use their art more effectively, how they can become more financially solvent by initiating some, let's say, good financial planning skills. And, you know, I, I'm still helping people do things. So those are the things that are, I think that's what's, I think we have to, I mean, I wish I had been able to go into finance when I started in the art business, because right now I'd be living on, you know, several thousand dollars a month that I don't even have to work for. Mm. And well, you can't do that in fine art. You have to keep going with fine art. You have to keep finding the deal. You have to keep, you know, it's it's an endless process. And, and it gets to be a very drudgeous thing for people. And that's why people drop out. I never did. But... It's not a, a, it's not an ideal place to, to make money. 
And it's a lot, there's a lot of criminality. There's a lot of corruption. There's a lot of shady stuff that happens. So, you know, I've been able to keep my integrity. I've been able to keep my, myself, um, away from anything that was, um, let's say shady or dubious. I, I, I don't get engaged in all that. I have to do it right, the right way. Mm, that's very important. Yeah. And I'm sure you're obviously very busy at the moment, but what is one thing that you've read or listened to recently that's really inspired you? Well, that's a good question too. I just, been, I'm an avid reader, so I read constantly and I read all kinds of stuff. And I, I'm also a writer. I've been writing for Art and Museum Magazine quite frequently. They keep asking me. Uh, and um, the one book that I finished recently, which really changed my mindset, it really had a, a profound effect on me in terms of uh, giving me tools that would allow me to be able to hone in my focus. And that was, it's a book called The Millionaire Success Habits. And it's written by Dean Graciosi. Mm. And it's very, it's not a, it's not a work of literature, but it's a very practical guidebook to give you that, those tools that we forget about because we're so busy and we're so, you know, engaged in doing things. So it, it, I think that was, uh, that's a, a, I mean, I've read so many books, it's really hard to make uh, a, a statement like this, but it's, it's, a, it's a very good book because it does, it, I saw and I felt a dramatic change in my thought process, how I think about things. And I think that's really uh, uh, what people need now because we're in a crazy time. Yeah. And sort of thinking about that, who are three people in your life who have been the most influential to you? There's been a whole lot of people in my life that have influenced me. The three main things, one is Ruth Schaffner. She was married to uh, the clothing manufacturer, the men's clothing manufacturer. And she was a collector and she started a gallery. And I worked with her for 15 years as her second in command. And we... I, we did a lot of stuff together, and she taught me a lot, a lot. She was a German Jew who had escaped Germany just before Hitler came in, came to rise in power. And she is was a remarkable person. I just wrote a whole thing about her uh, as sort of a second mother to people because she was a very um, demanding and very... Uh, um, generous person and she really impacted me in terms of helping me understand how to think about art how to how artists thought about art how to how to be with artists how to be social with artists because basically what we have to do as a society is trust each other mm -hmm. so and the second person that I can name is Godfrey Gaston both of these people are not alive anymore Godfrey was the uh, art historian for the Nodler Gallery in New York, and he set up their art research library. And he taught me how to research. He taught me how to um, do a lot of things with that aspect of art that I, I had no training in because I did at that time I, I didn't have the education that I have now. And so those are the two people. And then, then the third 
possibility is there's just too many artists to name. I mean, there's just they're just too too numerous to mention. But there's I have gained a lot from the artist uh, personalities in my life. You know, their perspective and what they think about and how they think about things. It really it really impacted my life. So that's those are the three things. The three yeah. people. And then finally, thinking about sort of impact on your life, what is one piece of advice that you wish you gave yourself at any point in your life? Know your value. Yep, I think that's a really powerful message. It's so important. And it is the most important aspect of any career. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to commit yourself to lifelong learning. You have to understand that life is a journey that involves solving problems and you have to be who you are and your journey will just unfold naturally. Lovely. What a lovely note to end on. Thank you so much, Bonnie, for hopping on the show. It was wonderful talking to you and hearing more about your amazing work and your uh, passions as well for art and fine art. Thank you so much. It was also nice to talk to you. And it's Layla, right? Yes. Wonderful. Thank you so much.